hey man, what is damn good? <laughs> <laughs> Just putting it out there immediately. You know what I'm, what I'm feeling it? pretty good myself. I'm feeling pretty daggone good myself, son. You know what I mean? It was that was a great, a great ending of basketball regular season uh for the Michigan program. Even though the, the women carried us for the most of the season, they kind of faltered a little bit towards the end of the season. Uh, maybe fatigue. I'm not really sure, but um these young freshmen um has stepped up here in the end, but we'll get to all that. We'll get to all yeah. that. You know what I mean? I, I'm excited completely. too. We can't and, just and, and we can't forget about the softball team, the gymnastics, hockey. It's not like we haven't been putting it down uh scholastically and athletically <laughs> at the same time. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it. since you mentioned hockey, I, uh, we did beat, I mean, since you mentioned hockey, we did beat um OSU the other day um on the frozen uh ice. You know what I mean? Yes. We did do that. And the ladies are on their southern softboard tour because it's too damn cold to play softball in Michigan, even though it's <laughs> seven degrees outside. <laughs> I can't take it. Man, I did yard work yesterday, man. Hey, how'd that go, man? In March. I mean, it hurt after a while. It hurt. Yeah. No, see, the key is you got to take uh, ibuprofen before you go out. <laughs> The key is is severe arthritic and is bone on bone, and there's fusion going to be happening. And so until that happens, there's going to be pain every time that I go. So it's just how much I can endure. So it's how much I could do before it's just like I need to sit my fat ass down. Yeah, it goes back to the ibuprofen. Yeah, that ain't helping. <laughs> okay, then maybe the 800. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the 800. You know what I mean? Then I'm not going to do nothing. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to help here. So. Yeah, I'm trying to give you I'm the trying I'm to help. trying to do it. I don't <laughs> but anyway, uh, if y'all haven't figured out, this is the state of basketball. I am the one. This is the man in the middle, big storm. Um, and we are to here to chat about all things basketball from a uh, BW1 darker side of the country perspective. Midwest style. Midwest style. <laughs> Big sister was asking about little brother's uh, basketball, so I'll have to answer her later. <clears throat> hey, man, Boston is nice, dog. Hey, uh, Boston is finally uh, – I put it all on Tatum, to be honest. He's finally <laughs> displaying the dog that is needed to be that number one, that franchise player. Uh, at the same time, how about Durant? Like, I don't know what the schedule is, but since we're talking about it, Durant is the best scorer in the league right now. Ever. Like, dude's been out, and he came back like he ain't even missed a step. Like, he missed a step. <laughs> He's like, I haven't forgot that I'm seven foot, and uh, you're really not messing with my jump shot, and I'm going to show you. <laughs> hey, man, Tatum's freaking euro crossover side not travel step is a beautiful <laughs> thing in the nba it's poetry in motion <laughs> yeah i mean he just walked right around him and durant just but anyway hey man yeah, durant, yeah. i mean just, it's exciting this is our time like this is our it's so much going on so how can you not 
get excited to talk about it. You can't. You have to. And then, <laughs> you know, um, so let's just let's just get right into it. You know, what I mean, we starting off with um um I can't say well from the elbow, it's from somebody. We're not doing uh <laughs> rogue anymore, and I haven't changed it. So I've been like involved in this the the combine information. I've been watching the shit on the combine for uh for the Dukes of football, and I'll be watching all these basketball games because you know the women's college their conference championships were this week so right. i've been watching these these games for the chicks you know what i mean so it ain't been a whole lot of nothing productive going on i'm surprised i've been able to cook <laughs> but i like not a lot of free lot of, not a lot of free times <laughs> a lot of work going on yeah so yeah i mean listen that's work man watching all these games <laughs> some of these games I really don't want to watch Liberty. You know what I mean? On the women's <laughs> side. On the women's on side. Liberty on the guy's <laughs> side, it could be entertaining because it, it can't. Because I got some dudes that be like that you'll see in the G League. You know what I mean? But Liberty on the girl's side, they're playing in Russia. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's where Which well that can't be now. The, and now we'll get into that too. Oh, yeah. we'll get, I got <laughs> no. we got the world. Yeah. Dumbass move of the year. Be part of the show too. I don't want to jump ahead too much. I'm yeah. just too excited. I'm yeah. excited, son. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a new award. I mean, the dumbass of the year award. Like you, you are running away with this some bitch, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And All right, she so, has a bit of a history too. So, um, but anyway, especially the last couple months too. Especially the last couple months, just. I don't know. I don't know if you listened to the Breakfast Club donkey the other day. That's not what we're gonna do. But she might get the dumbass of dumbasseries or something. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll jump into the high school um, things going on. Obviously, the girls is over with. They're going to enter into their AAU. So not a whole bunch there. But I know the boys are starting into their. <clears throat> state tournament doing the sectionals. We had the sectional finals uh, last night here in Indiana for the boys. Our um, our correspondent uh, had obligations that he had to take care of and no big deal, so we will handle it for him. But I think uh, the sectional that you were interested in was um, you guys' sectional, and that was won by Cathedral. Um, yes. Was peeking in on that a little bit. Hey, man. These kids is big, man. <laughs> like lanky big or straight height big? Like both. You know what I'm saying? Like I was looking at this Carmel team. Like I walk past these Carmel boys a lot. Hey, man, these some big ass kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> and they like super athletic. You know what I mean? Back in the day, you, I ain't going to lie. Back in the day, we used to look at the white dude and be like, hmm. Yeah, this is great. Like nowadays, they Jesus more have, jump shots. <laughs> yeah, nowadays you will get dunked on by one of these white dudes, man, and still get jump shots. <laughs> and still get jump shots. Nice and fundamental. It's nice and square. <laughs> but hey, man, there's some there's some nice junk talent. I know Cathedral is loaded with them. I know Shabaka works with a couple of them. Um, Warren Central went out. Uh, North Central. Um, I didn't think you guys played all that well. No, we didn't give it uh, everything 
we had, uh, which was a little uh, sad to see. Uh, I know they had a pretty decent junior senior class. So hopefully the juniors will come back and learn from that. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate, but it happened. Uh, we own it. That's that's how we get down. We don't make any excuses. We need to go back to the uh, back to the uh, drawing board and uh, get ready for next year. Yeah, I can't really talk too much. Lawrence didn't look all that hot either, but they were missing the player because of that suspension uh, for them technical fouls. So that really that really made a big deal. Um, but you know, I mean, you next player up, you know, I mean, you got so much talent in that illegal recruiting that you got coming through here. So, um, I'm pretty sure you had (laughs) enough in the background to cover up, but, um, let's see, what was it? Uh, Westfield who beat Carmel in the final last night. Um, that was a nice upset, uh, so to speak coming out of that sectional. Um, so, uh, again, Man, these guys out here, these these guys can hoop, man. <laughs> these suburban cats, they can get it in. Yeah. Well, I just feel like the AAU has definitely played a huge part in that and just how much more ball they play and the style of ball that they play, where me and you, uh, we may have played some AAU, but it wasn't the whole summer, and it was a lot of park action. So we had a variety <laughs> of uh, – different types of basketball game and to put it all together once we got on the high school junior college whatever you you know happy i just uh i feel like the street ball outside part is missing but it's not necessarily a horrible thing because they definitely make it up on the AAU side oh yeah they definitely make it up man they put in them them racks but I think it was something that we we um, failed to recognize when we talked about it the other day when we were talking about, um, you know, helping a guy up. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you knock them down, like these kids, no matter where they're at now, when they play summer ball, they're around each other. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So they're, they're it's not a just community. always. It's a community. Right. I mean, they're not always just in, you know what I mean? Say it ain't just like um, your Carmel team. You know what I'm saying? It's like guys from Carmel, guys from the inner city, you know, guys from up in Lafayette, and all these guys are playing together during the summer. So they have relationships, you know what I mean, and they blend from each other. So when you get on the court and if you see you guy get knocked down, that's why it's so easy for them to help them up because they helped them up all damn summer. Right. <laughs> How can you just not help them up no more? Just like, ooh, my bad. Right. <laughs> Yeah. But we gonna hoop together next summer, bro. <laughs> right. I see you in uh, June. <laughs> see you in June, buddy. <laughs> no. So um, the things that sets up some nice regional matchups um, up in Kokomo and I think uh, somewhere down south. But uh, it should be really good matchups coming up next week. Um, I think Matt Green will be back uh, next week to catch us up on. Uh, what's new and popping in the updates in the high school scene. Definitely uh, looking forward to them. But, yeah, we got uh, Westfield and Ben Davis. Or, no, I'm sorry, Ben Davis and Terre Haute, Terre Haute North. And then you got that Coconut Snyder for the regional. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. 
playing the regionals against Cathedral. Unfortunately, we took that L2 in 95. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we got over that. And we did win uh, a state title <laughs> with uh, Jason. So I'm good. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, Oh, last high school thing. I know they put out uh, All State last week and All State honorable mention for girls. And then they had the underclassmen, Supreme 15, to the underclassmen um, honorable mention. Um, for Carmel, uh, Michigan bound Kay Clark was All State. So she'll be representing Carmel and Michigan for um, with Alyssa uh, Crockett from Westfield, who will be uh, representing Michigan for the Indiana All-Stars. Um, and then from Carmel, Emily Roper was uh, All-State Honorable Mention. And then for underclassmen, Honorable Mention, Mackenzie Thomas. Ooh. Ooh. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's so, just a step uh, in her career, and obviously next year is the time of to, to really put it all together. And I know with the tutelage of yourself, uh, she'll be able to make it happen. Uh, I continue to say, when you're ready for her to come against uh, another primarily post player, I'll let you. Yeah, she hit hard, man. I hit hard too. So it'd be uh, great. It'd be great. It'd be a great matchup. It'd be great for her as far as uh, making it to that next level and being successful. So can't wait to see. Love it. Love it. So um, we got maybe one more honor coming out for her. I know the MIT conference is doing their all conference voting on tomorrow. So maybe have something else uh, since the Indy star is uh, projecting her to have a pretty decent senior year. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So um, I still want to tell her to go ahead is big. Yeah, we can't. We got to be humble. You still got to be humble. Now I'm talking about you. It is big. All right, uh, let's go into uh, let's leave high school and go into the NCAA. Obviously, we're getting ready to go into conference championships for boys. Just finished up conference championships for girls. Uh, there, a lot of their championship games are actually going on now. I think we had uh, the ACC earlier today with North Carolina State and uh, surging Miami. Should be a dangerous team going into the women's bracket. Um, I think who's playing now is uh, I don't remember who's playing now, but um, I know up next is the Big Ten, um, IU and um, Ohio State. That should be no, they beat them last night. So it's IU, yes, IU and Ohio State tonight uh, for the championship. So um, I got uh, Indiana, Iowa. Tonight at four. Yes, because they beat Ohio State last night. They beat Ohio State last night. Yeah, we got uh, Kentucky and uh, South Carolina playing. Uh, That's the game that's on. Five minutes left in the third, 42-30, South Carolina. 
Uh, I'm surprised it's that damn close. I mean, that's the best. <laughs> I mean, that's the best team in in the country. South Carolina. Is yeah. that what you got? Don okay. got hurt. I mean, they can be beat. I mean, it's like they got a loss. I mean, it can happen. I mean, shit happens. Right. Any, any given day. Any given hey, day. She got one of them. You. She got one of them UConn teams, bro. <laughs> it's you back got, back. Uh, Stanford will probably smash Utah. 6 p.m. ESPN two. We got uh, Baylor, Texas playing right now. A uh, minute left. They're up 19-8. UConn, Marquette, uh, 17-6 with 2.42 left in the first. Uh, what else we got over here? We got uh, <laughs> UMass and Dayton. UMass. Uh, in the third, uh, UMass up 50-37. So, ladies are putting in work right now. So, but this IU matchup should be IU Iowa matchup should be pretty good. Kalen Clark is on a terrific shooting roll, uh, but IU is resurging, coming back from uh, some injuries and um, some COVID-related things towards the middle end of the season. So uh, this looks like to be a really good one. So definitely uh, have to check it out. We will in between things. But um, it's pretty much what I got for that. So their bracket, you know, will be coming up pretty soon. A couple of them will get to take that out. And obviously, we will be doing a women's bracket on the page and the website for um, the women's bracket. So I will put that link up. I will continue to share that link once the brackets have been decided. Then I'll put it up and we can uh, have a friendly pool thing with the brackets so and that takes us on to the men's side so last night um i don't know how much you watched of it but i was completely watching it uh coach k's last game um at cameron indoor stadium his last game coached as a duke his last game regular season game regular season game what better place to end it what better team to end it with the most hated enemy, the UNC Tar Heels, but it didn't end the way that Dookie fans and all 96 players that returned to watch this game wanted it to end. The big man in the middle, Baycock, and the little freshman out top dominated the game. There you have it. You know, they play all 40 minutes of the second half, bro. Yeah. Yeah, all 20 minutes. They did. Uh, yes, 20 minutes. My bad. I tried to reach out to you a couple of times yesterday with no response, by the way. In the middle of something. Because <laughs> uh, I wanted to know if North Carolina could, uh, you know, hold it up, and they did. And I feel like uh, Duke may have the moment might have been a little too big for those guys, to be honest. I feel like uh, they definitely had the team to beat them. They beat them in your guys' house, I believe, uh, last time they played. So uh, them. <laughs> I feel like it was definitely the, something that was in their uh, capabilities to do uh, or something capable for them to do, but it was the moment. Like It was huge, huge. Can you imagine – Playing and looking up and seeing 80 graduates from this guy's uh, illustrious 
uh, career and knowing that, you know, you want to win. I'm not saying they didn't want to win, but that's a lot. And it takes a special player to embrace that moment and still show out. Yeah. Um, Bank, uh, uh, I forgot what the hell, not Baycott, but uh, dude from Duke. It's probably going to be the number one pick. Uh, you may be outside the guy from Auburn, Smith. But um, I think he, he showed up, but it was just like, like North Carolina wanted it more. Like, yeah. it meant more to them to see, hey, dog, you're not going to end this on us. You know well, what I'm saying? We got, we'll get the last word. <laughs> North Carolina. We get to, even if they match up in the ACC tournament, it don't even matter. <laughs> it don't even matter. You know we got saying? the we, we got the one that counted. We got the one that count. You know what I'm saying? This was in Greensboro. That one was in Cameron. I'll, I'll take that one. <laughs> so but it was uh definitely a great scene though, mentioning all the 80 players that came back to watch that. It was a great scene, great environment. The only thing missing was the dub. Yeah, that was it. I even watched the little speech afterwards. Um, she was like, Are you gonna turn to the fights? I gotta hear old Coach K get choked up, man. You know <laughs> you gotta give me his own respect, you know what I mean? And uh Brooklyn getting ready to try to win this game. Nope, Jason Tatum Gray say, No, you're not. Hey, I'm telling you, you got that dog in him. There's a reason why Kobe had, had picked you as one of his uh his chosen his chosen knights of the Kobe table. <laughs> Player to look out for. Yeah, him, Kyrie, Devin Booker. You know what I mean? Y'all was all chosen. <laughs> the KD is the truth. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is, he's that guy. He's that guy. You know what I mean? He's different. He's not like <laughs> Right. He puts it in the bucket. <laughs> At a high right. clip. At a high clip. So we are, let's see, we're talking about uh, bubble teams. And unlike the women's side who have a clear-cut favorite for uh, a road to the national title with Don Staley and her just ridiculous uh, basketball team that she has. You know what I mean? It's like, seriously, it's like one of them old UConn teams, man, with, with uh, Diana. It was just right. and Maya Moore. And, like one of and, them and, and her being able to coach the personality, so. You know, yeah. what comes with that is being make sure they're able to be humble and, and, and still be able to uh, put in work with the talent that they have around. Yeah, I just I like it that, um, you know, I mean, you got that that role model for those young black ladies that they don't get to see too often, but they get to experience it firsthand from a strong black queen. And, you know, and all those type of things that you don't get to have of diversity and um, representationship, you know what I'm saying? If you could see it happening and we're witnessing this happening, there's no reason why we can't do it as well. So um, there's a lot behind that, but it it comes down to the fact that they win basketball games. So, right. uh, So that takes us to the bubble watch. Um, There's there's a couple teams on there that – Need a couple more wins so their conference tournaments become quite um, important. Right. Very important. It, it Very is, important. Uh, 
something that is needed. So it's uh, for them to move on. And uh, this is the time. Uh, hopefully you guys have meshed enough. The players have meshed enough. Uh, you understand uh, the identity of teams. This is, you know, key. Uh, knowing the identity at this point. Who are you? What type of team are you? Uh, so definitely, yeah, Taylor. He <laughs> said, come holler at me, dogs. <laughs> I told you, he got that dog. He, hey, something, something clicked with him. Hey, like, you know what? Duke? He did go to do. But uh, besides that, something clicked in him. Is like, you know what? All right, it's time. And he's doing it. And it looks like. If something doesn't change here in the next minute, they go mess around and beat Brooklyn. But they still got KD. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Just give the ball KD. You know what I mean? So if you look at the ACC, here's our teams that you should be watching out for um, on the bubble watch. Uh, Wake Forest, uh, UNC, both of those guys um, are projected in, but I think a win in the tournament, get one win in the tournament, and you should be you should be a good good seed into uh the dance. But teams that should be looking out was Miami, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. Those are all teams that uh probably need to win uh the conference tournament or at least make the conference championship game. Sounds about right. No issues with that. Yeah. Uh let's see the big east. Uh, you got Marquette, Creighton, Xavier, um, the Big 12. You got TCU. Um, and the big thing with TCU, they got wins over Texas Tech and uh, Kansas, both top 10 teams. Um, Oklahoma is a team to look out for Big 12. The SEC, Florida, A&M. No, Florida and Texas A&M. Two different schools, Florida and A&M. <laughs> if they are on the bubble watch. That is amazing. <laughs> I want them in. But, um, and one that kind of concerns me, uh, especially with all the hype and the top recruiting classes that he's pulled in is Anthony Hardaway at Memphis um, in the American, who, by the way, Houston is dominating that conference. But Memphis is a bubble team, and I'm a little concerned how much more Memphis is going to give uh, the, the long rope to uh, Anthony Hardaway? Uh, for that one, I feel like they are coming on strong lately. I feel they just beat Houston today, 75-61. Oh, um, they got that win. Nice. Yeah, they did. So I feel like they are coming around. I don't know if it has something to do with that uh, impassionate speech he made a month or two ago where he was, you know, talking about, hey, they're just kids sticking up for his guys. I feel like they have uh, finally uh, maybe put it all together and uh, are able to uh, play in a style and a rhythm that they uh, will be able to win to. So uh, keep an eye out on them. I, I don't think they may not be done. If they keep up on this streak, if they keep on believing in themselves and playing with each other and playing the style of basketball uh, that is needed to win, they can be a story. Um, 
I agree. But you say it so much more uh, thoughtful and passionately. It's like, I can't say it. They're like, I, I'm like, nah, bro. You guys <laughs> <step."> <laughs> it's so political. I was like, you took them great classes at North Central. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, hopefully I like it. I like to see it. I like to see when guys go back to um, alma maters and, and do well or, or try to do well. You know what I mean? Um He's got a good opportunity to do it. You know what I mean? It's not like he's got to follow somebody great. You know what I mean? Like, that's what was right. hard in, in North Carolina. It was kind of, It's going to be hard in Duke. Um, not so much that hard in Michigan. Beeline was good, but he was not great. You know what I'm saying? He didn't bring home and actually he didn't get to great status. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like Jawan had a real big thing to follow. Like, Patrick Ewing has some shit to follow. And yeah. and and he's and he's hoping that he's gonna keep his job. Yeah, I was about to say this. uh that the patience is running thin in uh Georgetown. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you gotta do something. You got in the big east, it's not really that difficult of a conference. Like Villanova <laughs> is pretty much the, the standout, but you got Providence. Uh, who's better this year, who won the Big East the first time, I think the first time ever. Uh, but you got Creighton, who's a new Big East, you know what I'm saying? Um, Butler, who's a new – I mean, these are teams that can give you good teams, but come on, man, Georgetown, come on, bro. That's the staple, get, That's the staple of the conference. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Ain't too many black lawyers, too many kids want to be inspiring Georgetown law degrees. You know what I mean? Maybe you got to get some of them to convince the, the skull, you know, the boat, boat rowing, because you know they're real good at boat rowing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get their interest, man. <clears throat> I don't know. It's hurting in Georgetown. It's hurting in Georgetown. I don't know either, but, but it's, uh, I, I really want to see him succeed. Uh, but obviously it's up to him. And it, in college, it's, it's all about your recruiting, so. Uh, hopefully you can get that together. Once that is together, then obviously you want to put a um, a system together where you know produces wins. So um, when does he go back? When does he go to the league? Who uh, Patrick? If if he doesn't win and if he doesn't at least get to like the grade eight, I will give that his like his goal. In the next two to three years, he's going to be an assistant coach. Boy, you thought giving him two, three years is, woo! You giving George out, giving you that much rope? <laughs> well, who are you going to get? I mean, it goes, <clears throat> I feel like they owe it to him. Uh, how long was uh, John Thompson Jr. there? He was there for uh, a nice amount of time. So if Patrick can't get that kind of window, then that's the issue on to itself. Hey, but dude was getting winning seasons in in mixed in there. Patrick I mean, that's fine there, what, if you get winning. I mean, Patrick's I said great years and won fifty games. <laughs> yeah, but all he needs to do is get into the tournament and get to the grade eight. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that is an easy task. I'm just saying that's what he needs to do. So. From this point on, we are rooting for Patrick Ewing's Georgetown Hoyas to win the Big East tournament 
So he may enter into the big the into the dance and get to the elite eight. We are now rooting for Patrick Ewing. Yes, I am a Ewing fan, not of his shoes, but of uh, him as a person, player, coach. <laughs> Those things are terrible. Those things were terrible. Horrible. <laughs> Nobody terrible. was rocking Ewings in the Midwest. <laughs> Nobody was rocking Ewings outside of New York. <laughs> Nobody banging that shit. I didn't see my one cat walking. Like you could go get the Ewings over here at the uh, where am I pointing at? Over oh, yeah, over here at the uh, at the uh, what's that? City Trends. You go right over to City Trends. They got some Ewings on the shelf. You know, they're talking about ooh, we got styling. No, no, you're not. No, no, you're not. No, you're not with that huge tongue that it had. <laughs> huge. Uh, but the converse that obviously we are paying attention to is the Big Ten. So there's a couple things that's going on with the Big Ten. Obviously, uh, Michigan State is the solid the solid uh, team in um, on the bubble, kind of the high-end bubble watch. They're in. Um, it's you know, for a couple them wins. to lose. It's for them to lose. It's for them to lose, yep. Uh, with the win today for Michigan over um, OSU, uh, rivalry game, rivalry, 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 rivalry game, on the road, on their senior night, without your best player because some stomach virus type shit, and you go into uh, Columbus and win um, after that's just dog statement. whipping. Hey, that's a statement. The young guys statement. coming together. <laughs> young guys well, that coming is together. A statement. All at the it was right a, time. It was a growing, a growth, I feel like. It was uh, tournament-like as far as environment. So uh, it'll be something that uh, won't be so new to them going into the Big Ten uh, championship. I'm very excited. Uh, can't wait to, to see how they do. Uh, and the fact that they did do it without Dickerson uh, was a huge statement in itself. So uh, a lot of Ohio State fans that I, uh, I, I know. And, uh, yeah, go Blue. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will be sending a special message to Craig through the wife uh, tomorrow when it comes to that exchange of school rhetoric. <laughs> right. But, um, I mean, I think it's good, man. These young guys is coming up. Uh, Transfer Jones is playing fabulous. Um, the last couple, six, seven, eight games with understanding Big Ten. I mean, there's a difference in Coastal. You know, Coastal Carolina, you can go down there and put up, you know, those kind of numbers. But playing the point guard in the Big Ten is different. You know what I mean? Right. I think he understands that now. As you can see, this game uh, just a few hours, I mean, um, a few ticks ago, I mean, he orchestrated it great. The right pocket passes, the right time to read the screen and rolls, and all that. And they went in there and they, took the, they got the upset. So I think Michigan is a solid end. I think they're going to be uh, a dangerous team to play in the uh, Big Ten tournament. And I think they're going to be a double-digit seed that people are not going to expect to win games in the tournament. Now, I don't know how far they'll go, uh, but I think they'll be uh, like a 9-10 seed and get that upset win in that first round. Definitely. And that's what I was going to ask you, how far you felt they would go. I feel like, obviously, the biggest part is the seeding and who they end up going against and you know who how they match up against them, but 
I feel like we got a little bit. I feel like today we show we could play with that smaller lineup, which is huge. Uh, being versatile uh, is something that will help you succeed in the tournament. You got to be able to, okay, we can go big with Dickerson. Okay, uh, we playing against a smaller team. We can maybe not play Dickerson so much and still be successful. So um, I can't wait. I'm excited. We say uh, Illinois is a team to watch. Backcourt is strong. Illinois is a huge team to watch. Um, and, yeah. How about they? Yeah, monster. I was about to say, what about they front court? I mean, oh my gosh, <laughs> Kofi Coburn eats people. <laughs> yeah, he was real because I remember that Michigan Illinois game a couple weeks ago or last week, right? Yeah, he and, made him look uh, bad, man. Yeah, he made Dickerson look bad. <laughs> I mean, that's a tough thing. I mean, the Big Ten is going to be a difficult conference. You see, it didn't look so good like for Purdue. You know, I think Purdue fell a little bit towards the end of the season, but it's it's conference play. And in the Big Ten, there's bigs on every single team. Now, that's not going to have that when they get their draw going into the tournament. They're going to get right. teams that are not going to be able to match up with Williams and Edie. So I think Purdue is still a huge danger team going into the tournament. It just doesn't look that way with the way the Big Ten is structured. I mean, you just got to be able to bang with these big guys here in the Big Ten. You know what I mean? And I think Edie is soft at times. Williams is fabulous. You know what I mean? I think he should get more of the play than Edie does. But, you know what I mean? He's seven four. You know, and he's built like Yao Ming. So. Right. <laughs> um, um, I definitely feel like uh, – the Big Ten has some great uh, talent. I like Wisconsin. I definitely like Illinois. Um, or Illinois. How do we pronounce Illinois? Illinois. 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 I don't want to um, <laughs> offend any of the Illinois fans that may be watching. Um, Michigan, uh, even Ohio State, I'll give them uh, something, you know, for the tournament, you know, only. Um, and uh, Purdue. So I feel like we have a lot going in. I uh, just hope that they succeed because in the past, uh, the Big Ten, where they go hard against each other, when it gets to the tournament, all of them don't always make it. I'll just put it like that. Make it to at least Sweet 16. Yeah. Tournament is all about the guards at this point, but I, and, and Purdue has one. Yeah. <laughs> Purdue has one. <laughs> Ivy, they have a they have Ivy a top five. The they truth. have a top five guard. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be a top five pick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hands down, that cat is electrifying. <laughs> and if you got him and those bigs in the tournament, that's a recipe for success. You know what I mean? If if I look at it, you know what I mean? Again, it fares up who they match up against. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> it should be a fun watch. Um, another team to watch out, uh, the Big Ten. Um, you got to look at the teams that I think need to win a couple games in the tournament. Um, you got Rutgers and my man Rod Hunter Jr. is out there killing Indiana teams uh, and giving them the bow. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like the kid. He's a nice player. Uh, Rutgers, I don't think it's going to happen for him, but he's a really good, uh, a really good um, uh, 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 guy to watch. Uh, can get hot, uh, can win games if they're close in the Big Ten tournament. And IU, 
um, the the Hyde and Jekyll of IU. You know, I mean, if you get the good part of IU um, and Trace Jackson Davis, I mean, those guys can be really good. You know, if those guys can shoot the ball on the outside and not turn the damn ball over, they can be a good team. But um, I have zero faith. I have more faith in Purdue's defense than I have of uh, IU doing what they need to do uh, to get a chance to get into the big team. I think they're going to the NIT. That's what I think yeah, IU is going. It's, it's, it's the consistency part, and that comes with experience. That comes with uh, the type of players you have, but – uh, consistency is the key. So uh, for them to win as many games that they need to win to get to where uh, they're in the tournament is, is it's a tough it's a tough ask. Yes, sir. All right. So you got anything else for the uh, the um, the round ball in college? Other than go blue, we beat the Ohio State bleep eyes and uh i cannot say it enough just i'm sorry can't say it enough <laughs> yeah take that <laughs> take Go that blue. with you yeah. take that with you i will text it and you know what i got some osu I people hope, i could text too i hope hardball <laughs> is taking notes <laughs> oh, oh, oh thank you what is uncle Bart talking about uh indiana <laughs> legs indiana legs talent Indiana has talent. They just don't know how to coach it. <laughs> you feel like it's more of a coaching, or you feel like it's I so you feel like it's coaching of more of a lack of, lack of talent. I think they have talented players. I just think you have to learn how to coach with your your players. You know, what I mean, you coming from an NBA standpoint, going to college, not all of that translate down. You have to like you have to have like Juwan how he's dumbed it down so to speak, but you still see that NBA influence. He's trying to force that NBA influence, and it doesn't really work right now with with the team that he has. You have to adjust to your talent. Um, what, what uh, Izzo like, type deal. I think if Izzo feel, has that team, they're in the tournament, bro. What do you feel like uh, the expectation? Because this is uh, the new coach's first year, right? So he's I mean, not even to the point where he has all his recruits. Uh, the culture is still starting to build because I feel like culture has a lot to do with that. So uh, when, I'm not not knocking him. I'm not saying Mike Wilson needs to leave or we need to do anything. No, he ain't been there long enough really to right. even talk shit about. Right. Other he than effort. Even have his Other than own. effort because at times they don't play with effort. Okay. I'll give you that. And that, that goes back to the culture that he wants to uh, to bring about in Indiana and try to bring that back to a culture of winning and what exactly it takes to win. And that is going 100%, 100% of the time. Right. I agree. Okay. So uh, let's go to the Dumbass uh, Person Award of the Year. Um this is the time of year we should be getting ready for the WNBA season. You know, they're going to have their draft after the tournament, like two weeks, three weeks after the tournament. And then like three weeks after that, they're ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Chicks are coming in from different parts of the country or different parts of the world to get into training camp to get ready to go. Um, players are leaving Russia early for various reasons. But you would think you know, the intelligent factor would kick in to um, 
yeah, we get ready to go to war or we are they're at war or there's some hostility. You kind of think if you're going to leave the country, you probably think you'd do it kind of clean. Brittany. Griner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. I put it like that. Uh, especially for the fact that there are places uh, in the United States for you to get what you had legally. So what was the point of even having it on you? I don't know what the status is in Russia as far as legal, illegal. I'm not quite sure what the standing is. Aye. But the fact that they uh, took you off the plane is a pretty big message. Uh, and that ain't even the message. To... The message is it carries a 10-year penalty. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> she's played there. And the crazy part is she's played there the last seven months. So if that's you know what she chooses to do, you might want to do a little research on what <laughs> what the you know what would happen if one would be caught with said substance and uh, what kind of comes along with it. So it's not like she was just there on a vacation. She's been there for the past seven months playing ball, and uh, definitely with the climate that is going on in the world. Uh, you, it, it's definitely not an opportunity to take chances when you come here in the U.S. and get the same thing. Yeah, it sucks, but I can tell you right now, it's not a um, a positive thing, as in law enforcement in in Ru I mean, as in law enforcement eyes in Russia. Um, if you heard some of uh, their leader speeches towards Ukraine and. Um, how he labels them drug addicts and things of that nature. So you can obviously tell that that's not a real, uh, but you know, um, every country has their whatever scenes or whatever. But I feel that this was something that they knew. You know, I mean, it's not like Americans go over to Russia and and are not, um, can we say, watched after, watched after. You know, what I mean, I want to say that they're they're you know being followed but they're kept an eye on you know what i mean so it wasn't like they didn't know that she was you know what i'm saying but you as a player you as a person you got to understand you got to be smarter than the situation you know what i'm saying yeah. and this isn't just some you know flying from texas to alabama or to oregon you know what i'm saying you're leaving one country to another country so this is international stuff that you're dealing with you know what I mean? Why even take that chance, man? Yeah, and that and that's the biggest thing. Why take the chance? It, uh, like like I said before, you, you play in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, you can go right next door to Nevada, and hey, <laughs> I I don't think it was because you know she has been she's been detained for over a week. We just got yeah. the story, right? You know what I mean, just, the story just came out. The, the story just came out, but she was been detained for over a week. But I think this is no matter when she left, they knew what she was doing. You know what I mean? Right. And it that was, was on like, her. It was totally. Yeah. And she's not even, like, I don't even think she's young. What is she, 25, 22? Man, she might be older feel, than that, bro. You're married the second time old, with kids. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're old enough to be like, hmm, let me leave this here. <laughs> you know that's what all mean? she had to do. Let me and they didn't just shit. get her with regular shit. You know what I mean? I don't know how many cartridges she had. 
Because when I first saw it, it kind of made like, damn, they she had a vape pen. But then you look at the article, it was like she had cartridges. So, because they the charges were smuggling. You know what I mean? It wasn't possession. Right. <laughs> it, was it was smuggling. With the, with the intent to sell. <laughs> yes. That's a, that's a whole different. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different type of charge. You know what I mean? That's different to, uh, you know, old petty weed charge to conspiracy. Right. And, Says she's and, 31. Yeah, she's yeah. 31. Come on, man. You got to be better than that. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. 31, you got to know to leave it there. I'm t- Vegas is right next door. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Vegas is right next door. Is he playing Phoenix, right? Yes, Arizona. I'm telling you. No, Arizona got medical? I don't know. But uh, what I do know is Vegas <laughs> is right next door. Like, hey, mm, <laughs> drop right over here. Take the jet. Yes. <laughs> It's right next door. Right next door. <laughs> All right. So another bad, uh, another bad punch the uh, WABA took uh, last last week when it dealt with their players. Um, the New York Liberty was fined by the NBA for chartering flights for their players doing during the season. Said it allow it allows an unfair. Uh, competitive edge for teams that who cannot afford to charter flights. I just feel like they need to uh, figure out a way to get their financials together where this is not a problem that every team is at least able. Oh my gosh, Giannis, uh, at least <laughs> able. <laughs> at least able to fly their players. Like it's unfortunate. I get it. It's real. It's something that happens, but I feel like at this point is this particular issue shouldn't be a problem. Each team should be able to fly their players if they need to. to, So it's more about that to me than it is the actual uh, fine. It, It should be guys. We should be better than this. We should be able to have charter planes because most, hey. if not, no, I believe all the WNBA teams have an NBA team, correct? I think it's up for Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was getting to. Except for Vegas. Like, you come a, on. You got a pair of company, like the, the men's and the women's season are not at the same time. Y'all can't let these guys, you, you know, Mark Cuban got his it, the, the, a oh, yeah. jumbo. Like, yeah. come on, man! You can't, yeah. and then you find them. This yeah. this goes back to what Cambridge Cambridge was saying when we talked a couple weeks ago about how you going. You know what I'm saying? How am I one of the bet the top players in the league or highest player in the league or blah 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 blah? And I have to out of my pocket upgrade these tickets so I could be comfortable enough to fly on these flights. But yet you want to bring this lady in and pay her more than everybody in the league and we can't even get chartered flights. That's the gripe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but at the same time, uh, I feel like it has a lot to do with their marketing. They have to get a better marketing team together. They got to be able to bring people in. Uh, they've done it enough to sustain, but as far as the future, they need that, that, uh, for lack of better words, they need that Magic Johnson. They need that Larry Bird. They need that Michael Jordan. 
And unfortunately, they don't have it at this time, even though there are great players. Like, come on, uh, Diana Taurasi is like, come on, other than Cynthia Cooper, just because she came in with it. And uh, Uh other than those two, where are we at? (laughs) Sue Bird? Okay, I'll give you Sue Bird. Uh, I mean, there's 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 some quality women players out there. There's some great women players out there, um, and the reason why people don't know about them is because they don't put them on TV. You keep hearing marketing, every year, marketing. You keep hearing every year that the television contracts have gotten bigger. But where are these games at? You know what I'm saying? Where are these games at? Like you turn on the NBA, there's games on Monday through Sunday somewhere. You have to do backflips, jump through fire hoops, tame a lion, blindfolded with stakes wrapped around you to find a game. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, you can say this streaming on Twitter. Really? Is it? It is choppy. Can't watch the game. Blah, blah, blah. Feed don't ever come in. Come on, man. They need to stop that. Stop with that. If they want these ladies to be a market, they want to keep this funnel in from these young ladies. As you've seen the movement of girls basketball here in Indiana, but they got to have a goal. They got to see a goal. All we see is the men. Put the ladies on. Put them on TV. Put them on ABC. You know, we got three games on ABC today. Where you put the women at? Lifetime. Well, they, Lifetime. Go, where, they go where they can get the money. So I, I feel like that still goes to marketing and also goes to having that transcendent player. You got to have something to market. Not to say that they're not good players. I'm just, you know, keeping it 100 uh, they definitely need to have the transcending player. Uh, and where I feel like Tarasi was one, I feel like definitely Cynthia Cooper at the beginning of the inception of the WNBA. Uh, but other than those two, who do you got that transcends the sport? Um, well, Candace Parker for one. Um, she transcended the sport, especially from what she did from high school to her position now in the WNBA. You got Brianna Stewart, who's a young one who can do those same type of things. Um, if Elena Deladon could stay healthy, um, she's a, uh, an issue. But then you got this young movement of a lot of these young black ladies who are coming up with uh, Asia Wilson in um, in Phoenix, not Phoenix, um, um, uh, Vegas. Um, and then you got the, the ones that are going to be coming in. You're like, you still got Scholar Diggins, who's still making an impact um, um, on the game, developing in, you know, vis- not want to say visual, but developing in talent and globalization of the game. So there's talent out there. There are marketable players out there. You know what I mean? You just got to so put why, them So why? I was about to say, so why are they not getting more – uh, revenue than what they're getting. So what? what I mean, they're what's, not what's market. Missing? They're not doing anything. Like if the games, so it are goes on channels, back to the mar- the, ga- the games are on channels that don't interest the people who watch it. Like, do you think that the ladies? What? Not saying anything negative about the ladies who watch, you know, Lifetime. But do you think that they're really watching the NBA, the WNBA on Lifetime? If they wanted so, to watch the WNBA game, they would have went to a sports channel. Like put that like put that shit on. And that's what uh, I was about to say. Sports. What do you what do you feel like they're marketing? Because it sounds like 
they're marketing to women, which isn't bad. There's definitely more women in the world than there are men. Keeping it out, you know, keeping it real. But who they need? I feel like maybe they need to decide who they're marketing for. Because if it's on Lifetime, yes, women will be more likely to watch it. But me and you, uh, other than the fact that we enjoy the sport and we'll be able to watch it, and the the run of the mill male, how many of them are checking on Lifetime? Like, so right, who doing. are they marketing to? Hey, I see it like this: make the make ESPNW a channel and not a tab uh, that you have to click down underneath another tab on the website. So that will help with males. Will that help with females? Because how many? Yeah, because they got a they got a sports channel that they they got a sports channel that they can go watch. Like uh, for example, with uh, basketball, Indiana girls basketball is a basketball program that has grown like three times in the last uh, uh, four years. The size that started because it it's modeled for girls by girls, all girl trainers, all girl basketball, all run by everything, all girls. And it gives these girls something to know that they got something for girls to go do. So if you give them, give it what it, what's the thing in baseball? If you build it, they will come. You know what I mean? Yeah. You put it out there, they'll go watch it. You know what I'm saying? They put football on every night. We go watch that shit. Basketball's on. We go watch it. You know, you want to market to the women? Give them something that they can go watch. It doesn't always have to be basketball. Put the softball on there. Put the volleyball on there. Put all that stuff on there that these girls are aspiring to play. Give them a chance. Don't just, you know, make them a tab. Ooh, we got right. diversity. We gave them a tab. Definitely. So, there we have it. All right, moving on. That's enough of that, my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, going into the NBA, give you something to think about on this commercial break. The lead performance quest, social media question of the week. Is it time for the Pelicans to move on from Zion? Is it time for the Pelicans to move on from Zion? If that. So we're back. Hey, bro, you got to see this. I'm not even tripping. You got to see this. You and those these are, cats. Those are my studio guests. <laughs> the one loves him some cats, even though he's allergic to them. <laughs> those are my in-studio guests. <laughs> what are uh, the names? Go ahead and put the names out there. Uh, we only got one name so far. The one with the stripe that looks like a shark fin. His name is Finnegan. Okay. Finnegan, Finnegan, because it's a shark fin, Finnegan. And we haven't named the other one yet. His hey, I'm going to put no one idea. out there. I'm going to put one out there because of a previous cat 
And I believe the name was Kaiser Cersei was the name of one of your animals. Were you Was that one of them, Kaiser? I think maybe. I don't know. Was that the Good one ass. over his, at the apartments over there on 96? I want to say around the time we first started kicking it. I think so. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't so remember. Maybe, maybe Kaiser 2.0. Well, I, I don't know. But I really did like the Kaiser name. Uh, let's see. What? I'm being called. I don't know. I it has to be something. I don't know. It, it she says the cats have to name themselves. So, um, she texted me. I don't know. She called me. So I'm making sure. You don't know, wonder if I should. Hold on. Let me text. Doing show w who show send all right but anyway uh where we were at elite performance social media question of the week brought to you by elite performance where performance is done the elite way check out our man zach tire over at elite performance you want to get in that elite shape 765-499-1005 and the question is, is it time for the Pelicans to move on from Zion? Yes, if they're smart. And they got to find a way to still get something for him at this point is the hardest part. Because at this point, the whole league has seen his uh, unfortunate uh, troubles on staying healthy and staying on the court. Because uh, you can be great, but if uh, you're not there to show your greatness, that is a problem. So uh, as soon as they can get out from under him, I feel like the better. They're definitely playing better with the tra recent trades that they made. And why not be able to get someone? And I... Because you know where I'm going with this, with uh, my guy that came from the Lakers. What's his name? Uh, Ingram. Yep. I almost feel like he's suspect to get hurt <laughs> as well. Yeah, he got he got the, he his grit on this too. So. Right. So it's like, ah, uh, like, can we package these guys and get some more durable people in here who are great and can also be there to play? Uh it's sad. It's unfortunate. I, you know, I don't wish this on any player, especially someone that got talent that he has. But uh, he ain't played in a while. Hey, somebody gonna trade for him? <laughs> I wouldn't trade for him. If the I wouldn't trade for him, I wouldn't trade for him either. Unless somebody it, gonna trade for this, him, I wouldn't. But it's got to be like friendly for me because I'm sure his contract is probably coming up. Yeah, it should be. Uh, yeah, his his first contract should be ending either this year or next year. So at that point, he has zero leverage. So, uh, and that's I would, what I was saying. Who who cares if he's unhappy? What have you done <laughs> to be unhappy? You know what I mean, the, man? Yeah. What kind of leverage you know. do you feel you have after what thirty some games or having many games? Maybe in his career. <laughs> Maybe keep it moving. Like slide on, bro. So that takes us into the NBA chatter. Um, obviously, we're both excited about seeing some of these new trades 
Uh, we got to see some of it in uh, what you talked about in New Orleans, the McCullum down there. It was actually changed the environment, the attitude a little bit. Um, Ingram is healthy at the moment, and he's actually playing pretty good ball. Um, but get down to it, you know what I mean? The Sixers, first two games, hard to look great, triple dub, you know what I mean? I'll be still getting this look giggy. But the underlying thing is it was all great. They hadn't played anybody. Uh, right. They ran into the Heat. Heat, good team. Heat, top team in the league. You know what I mean? In the, uh, in the East. Gave him a nice little thumping. Um, it was a, is it a bit premature or status quo of the evolution of this new pairing uh, for the Sixers? Uh, I feel like this is what needs to happen, right? Um, we see that Embiid is doing his thing. I feel like Harden has assimilated well to the team, but I feel like it all comes down to uh, Tobias Harris. Yes. I feel like <laughs> the fact that they are lacking in the bench, they literally gave the the bench that was good that they had, they gave that away in the trade. Okay. So to make up for it, Tobias Harris needs to step up. So when they put those uh, – lineups in that are you know they have and be they have Harden they have should have Harris they should be able to you know have at least one of them in at all times and still be productive and Agreed. if he can't if he can't you know bring it then that's the issue especially with the money that they're paying because they're paying him like he should be able to do it uh all is left is for him to be able to do it Definitely paying him like it. You know what I mean? Kind of the scenario. <laughs> kind of the scenario Middleton was in a couple years ago. It was like uh, they paid him that money, and then all of a sudden, now we're seeing why we're paying him that money. Right. And we like to see that with Tobias. Like, yeah, I agree with you. I think he's the, I think he's the link, the link uh, that'll make them a formidable team. Um, if you were on top that- of on top of Harden as well, because I believe. Uh, Harden is out today due to his uh, uh, the hammy. So, I mean, that's something else that needs to be taken into account for is we, we, we need you to be healthy. We need everyone to be healthy. It's sad yeah. when Embiid is the healthiest player on your team, knowing his background on health. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a dangerous combination. <laughs> um. All right, man. Let, let's get into it. Let's get into the Laker bashing. I am all in for it. Uh, last week they gave us a pitiful, and I don't know how they continue to be on prime time. Maybe it's because it's LeBron. Why do I look like I got six fingers? I don't know. Maybe it's because it's on prime time. You know, LeBron gave him fifty six last night. Um, I'll ask you a question about that game um, here in a minute, but. You know, you get blown out. You get booed at the crib, bro. Booed at the crib. Be like, boo. <laughs> like, Westbrook is cussing out reporters and shit. You know what I'm saying? You released DeAndre Jordan. You signed DJ Augustine. You got turbo everywhere. Carmelo is giving you absolutely nothing. You're wasting 
a MVP type year for a 36 year old, 19 year player, 56 points. What is going on in Tinseltown? Is it, is, should he just, you know what I mean, pack it up? I mean, he can't leave. You know what I mean? You got no, two years. He can shut it down. I don't think he wants to shut it down. He wants to show uh, the league and the world uh, what he's capable of at this age. Uh, it's, let me tell you where I was surprised and disappointed at the same time with the game last night. Did you see the defense that Carmelo played? Where the hell was that at? Where has that been? Why did you just summon it on primetime? Why can't we summon this on a Wednesday night in in Utah? Why can't you, like, he did it, and it almost seemed effortless. Like, oh, you didn't know I could do No, I didn't know no, you could do this. No, we didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. Didn't. And I, I had no clue. But obviously, <laughs> Melo knows how to play defense. And obviously, he made the big shot uh, with threes. Uh, I feel like this team is unfortunately inconsistent with uh, MVP player. And um, I, Augustine, uh, I like he hit some shots, but then I feel like he got shot happy. He was one of those situations where you hit a couple shots, you're feeling good, then you keep shooting, and then it never comes back to you. So uh, I felt like he had potential there, uh, just starting out. But um, uh, ele- what eleven teams, bro? Yeah, that so just means I have, you're I have no faith. That means in you're him. A- that means you're average and you're inconsistent. <laughs> I have no faith in you. Just 15, eleven teams, just bro. good enough to make the league. You're just good enough <laughs> to be in the league if you hit eleven teams because you're very expendable. I mean, this is terrible, bro. This is terrible <laughs> basketball. And the superstars who don't, I mean, the Tinseltown people who don't even really know about basketball know this is some bullshit. <laughs> hey, but I'll tell you what. i tell you, going back to Duke, you know, uh, what is it, Cameron Indoor Stadium? Is that the name of it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looked a lot like the form uh, back in the day because although you did have those 80 80- uh, players that came back, there was a lot of celebrities in the house. A lot of yeah. yeah, 90, 96. 96, well, 96. I thought 96 was invited, but 80 showed up. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of them. You know what I mean, there was guys who was coaching and playing, you know what I mean? Oh, but, yeah, I didn't count those. Yeah, but there was guys who showed up that was in that bitch. It's like, I'm here, dog. Yeah. Right. I feel like they were there more for just to say they were there more than anything. I don't know how many of them were Duke fans prior to. Man, oh, good. They're only there just like, yeah. Like, who was it? No, it was a Jew tank, a Jew, a Jew boat. Yeah, Jew that's exactly who I was thinking of. <laughs> I'm trying that to make it cool. Exactly. Out of, no, a, a, yeah, I know, bro, I know who you're man's. talking about. Seinfeld and, and Adam Silver. Like, what is going yeah. on? Like Adam, was, Adam Silver was taking selfies and whatnot. I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> It looked like Professor Xavier's little brother. <laughs> right. I like Adam. But, I mean, I think it's – oh, there's got to be something going on with Tinseltown. I mean, I think there's going to be changes um, in the front office in the offseason. I think there's going to be changes, like whole hall uh, changes on the roster. Um, LeBron's going to be there, unfortunately. Um, and, fortunately, Anthony Davis is going to be there. 
because they're under time, they're under contract. And Anthony Davis is, you know, what I mean, it's like a piece of paper. You know, what I mean, you you blow on him and he's folding and he's and he's done. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And LeBron cannot continue. I mean, it's amazing what he's doing, but you can't. Hey, man, I got in this conversation. This is a statement that applies to side note. This is a statement that applies to life. You know what I mean? Not just basketball or football or sports. Know your personnel, right? Know who you're dealing with. Know who you can throw a pass to. Know who you can have a conversation with, right? <clears throat> 38th and Capital, bro. Get my tire fixed. 38th and Capital, bro. And I allowed myself to get into a conversation with a person at 38th and Capital about who's greatest, LeBron or Jordan. And I knew my mistake immediately when I said, he said, so uh, Jordan's way better than LeBron, or Jordan's greater than LeBron. I said, um, well, I don't even know how we got on the conversation anyway. So I said, oh, oh, referencing to what? You know, what's the conversation about? Well, he's just better than than LeBron. I'm like, overall, rebounds. Yeah, what is it? What, What are you saying? You know what I mean? Like, what is it? He's like, oh, he's just better. I said, oh, okay. Well, that says so. I said, well, okay, that's that's your opinion. That's pretty good. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of guys who think LeBron is better. Oh, then he was like, oh my God, you're one of them LeBron people. I said, whoa, whoa, bro. I'm not a LeBron or Jordan player. <laughs> I'm just saying that's your opinion. There's people who think this, and there's people who think that. That was my first where I shouldn't have paid attention to it. But his whole design. Yeah. And I didn't pay attention. I knew it and I just kept going. But it came down to his whole argument was the fact that he was better than him just because he had six rings and his shoes were better. That was it. That was his whole argument. It wasn't points or playoff points, which is LeBron. Um, It wasn't any of those things. So I said on your on your factor scale, so Robert Ori is better than Jordan. And then I got my car and I left. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's the thing about the who's greatest. Um it, it all depends on how much you put that six and zero record Jordan has in finals when he actually made the finals because there was plenty of years he did not make the finals and but when he got there he won that says a lot lebron obviously made it to the finals way more than jordan uh obviously the scoring the rebounds the assists uh plays a huge part also the outside the court which i feel like um lebron has made uh, a bigger stride as far as uh, knowing what's going on at the times uh, and not being just the the yes man to go ahead and get this money, not lose any sponsors or anything like that, where Jordan was, you know, more politically correct than LeBron. LeBron was more, uh, you know, social justice or social issues and things of that matter. 
I don't know. It, it's an individual, each individual's choice to decide what makes the greatest of all time. Yeah, and I just came down to it. It's their opinion. Your opinion is this. Somebody else's opinion is that. The fact that I argued him about other people having an opinion made me a LeBron fan. Like that, in his eyes, that made me a LeBron fan. Like, no, bro, it's not how it works. <laughs> I'm just spitting facts, fan. I'm, I'm spitting facts. So, but you know what I mean? What you got to know your personnel. You know what I mean? When we run in the fast break, you got to know who you can throw that dump off pass to, who you can throw that lob pass to. So, when you're having conversations about, you know, real life basketball, you got to know who you're having those conversations with. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. 38th account. What else you got for the NBA? <laughs> what else you got for the NBA? I ain't got shit else for the NBA. And I'm, uh, I got to... Go ahead. I got a couple things I wanted to just throw out there with you. Uh, the Sixers signs DeAndre Jordan. I don't know if that's good or bad to help uh, back up and beat in them. Uh, so that's one thing. You got anything on that? Uh, no, I don't really have a whole lot on DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, he hasn't been playing. I feel like he just won't be playing there instead of not playing somewhere else. Um, (laughs) the Nets, uh, Joe Harris uh, season injury surgery, which kind of sucks for them. Yeah, uh, it just took the whole year, right? He hadn't played at all this year at all, and uh, the shooting that he displayed is something that is definitely needed. That definitely I'm sure is the reason why they brought in the other Curry brother, uh, to be able to help supplement some of that shooting. Uh, any, anything else on that you got? Mm -mm. Uh, so I talked about it a little bit already, but I cannot stress enough how effortless it is for Kevin Durant to put the ball in the cylinder. This dude right here is a natural scorer, the best scorer. Like, he's been gone for a minute, right? Came back, came back in buckets. 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 (laughs) Buckets. Like, this dude, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, even with all the, 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 what is it? The ghost accounts or whatever, all the, you know, the sensitivity that comes with KD. Ain't no uh, ghost accounts. They're all here. <laughs> that dude can put the ball in the bucket at a high clip and he makes it look easy. Like, I cannot take that away from him. And I just don't want the people to do that as well. I, the great. Thing, the great underrated thing about Kevin Durant is, which is hard to say, is he's a 40, 50, 90 guy that shoots predominantly jump shots. Mid-range. He can do mid-range, three-point, <laughs> post. And that's maybe the thing is he can he can score in such a variety of ways that you don't even realize it, and then he's got 30 at the end of the night. Like, what? 30? What? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and you understand that? Like, Steph Curry is another guy the same way. He's a 40, 50, 90 guy that shoots predominantly jump shots, that shoots averages, what, 16, 17 shots a game. 
That is Efficient. ridiculous. Efficient. <laughs> How pure is your stroke? You know, I mean, you got big guys that don't even do that. You know what I'm saying? Like efficient big guys. I remember Dirk being the 40, 30, 40 50, 90 guy. Right. Right. So I, I just don't want that to get lost because KD is a special player. And I don't know how many of those are going to come behind being damn near seven foot, if not seven foot, and still putting in the work that he puts in and putting, you know, the display of talent that he puts in. And the one last thing I got is I do not want people to uh, slip on job rant. Uh, he's uh, in talks of MVP and talks for the MVP uh, or, you know, he's around fifth place right now. Uh, he just dropped. He should be higher. <laughs> just dropped 45, 52, 46. This kid is electrifying and he's one of the people that you want to watch so it's not like he's just scoring points and uh it's hard points or you know kind of like uh wave falling down no this dude is electrifying when he plays he's one of those teams you want to watch and you will get dunked So I just want people to 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 please look into those uh, Grizzly games and, and watch something on the rise. I feel like he's definitely the next uh, one of the next young players to come and and to try to carry this league. Exactly. Writing down. All right. So you speak of the Grizzlies. So let's take that into. So you got the Grizzlies at the Rockets tonight, uh, seven o'clock. Let's see. Memphis is a ten and a half favorite. Who you going with Grizzlies? Josh yeah. playing. I'm going with Grizzlies, and he's gonna have a highlight. Let me tell you, he's gonna be on uh, ESPN uh, top ten highlights as well. I'm, I'm putting that out there as well as the win. As well as the win. Let's see. Up after that, you have the Pacers and the Wizards. The Wizards, or oh, they see the cat in the yard too. We both focus. Ha <laughs> ha, you can't get it. Yeah. <laughs> he said you got the person, the wizard, wizards are two and a half favorite. You know what? I'm going to let you go first. I'm going with the Pacers. I'm going with the Wizards. Because we are, you want to, I need to make up ground. I am definitely going with the Pacers on that one. All right, I'll go uh, with the Wizards. And who are you going with with the Memphis game? Uh, Memphis. Okay. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, Jazz Thunder. Ooh, oh, 13 and a half. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Jazz. <laughs> yeah, that's a yep, that's a Jazz. It has to be. And this is the Golden State Denver, too, right? Is that the other game? Golden State Denver? Uh you got you got mm-mm. you got the Raptors and Cleveland. Uh actually, we'll go Raptors. I'll go Cleveland. You sure Golden State don't play tonight? Golden State they Denver? might. They don't play the Nuggets. The Nuggets play the Pelicans. Tonight, yeah, I'm looking at it right here. 
Oh, let me look at the schedule. Okay. <laughs> I just thought I saw that. Well, you I, saw I wrong. Saw that <laughs> you saw All it right, wrong. We, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Pelicans in Denver. <laughs> uh, Denver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like anything about the Pelicans. Denver. <laughs> I mean, I do like Ingram, but not over Denver. Let's see. Right now, this is the only difference. Uh, you got, yeah, Ghost, they don't even play today. You got Clippers net. Clippers Knicks. Uh, Clippers. Uh, Reggie Jackson has been on a tear. Storm just left. He went Clippers. I am going to go. I'm going to go Knicks for some dumbass reason. I'm going to go with the Knicks. So those are our two games that are different. So he can actually pull tie or pull ahead. Um, our different game is the Pacers and the Wizards and the Clippers and the Knicks. So um, I don't think we have anything else for uh, the NBA today um if he comes back we can get the eye of the storm um the one good thing we have for today is um uh let's see i guess it, i guess let's make it a pet one good thing you know if you're looking for the companion won't you check out one of your local homeless and homeless one of your local animal shelters um Animals definitely understand when they are being saved, um, when they have a second chance on life. So if you are looking to add people, add members to your family, always look first to, um, if you're adding, looking to add four-legged friends, always look to shelters. Shelters are always good places to go to get a, uh, an animal that would appreciate the gift that you are giving them. That is the one good thing. Oh, Storm. I went with the Knicks, bro. All right. For some dumbass reason. I'll repeat that I said <laughs> for some dumbass reason. Have fun with that. You never yeah. know. You never know. That's the yeah. thing. They're inconsistent. So uh, for the eye of the storm for me is uh, the anniversary of Bloody Sunday, March 7th, 1965. Selma to... Uh, Montgomery, and they were marching for the death of Jimmy Lee Jackson, uh, 26-year-old deacon. Uh, it was 600 marchers. Uh, they were driven back by Alabama state troopers uh, violently with billy clubs and tear gas. Uh, and they were voting for, uh, they were marching for uh, the right to vote. So uh, just a shout out to the people that came before us to allow us the opportunity to be able to vote in this country that we definitely played a huge part in building. Uh, and I just want to say thank you to them and what they went through and the things that they've done. Uh, and yeah, that's the eye of the storm. And there you have it, folks. That is episode 47 from the State of Basketball, BW Sports 1. Check out all of our old shows on the website, bwsports1.com, or on the YouTube channel, uh, YouTube slash BW Sports or backslash, however the hell you do that thing over there. Just go to YouTube and search 
VW Sports One, and you'll find us. So you can check out all of our shows and all of our partner shows with the network. But for the big man in the middle, myself and all the people and my feline friends over here at the State of Basketball, we are out. Please remember to spade and neuter. <laughs> Bob That's Barker. what Bob Barker used to say. <laughs> <laughs>